This is Sweat Chuckles, your boy, Mr. 280 to be a lady. And uh, you are listening to the Vanilla Bean Podcast. Bean Podcast. Got a mint mojito, unsweetened sparkling water, zero carbs, zero calories, zero sugar. Here's that one right there. Now, I also have a Moscow Mule, unsweetened, non-alcoholic, zero carbs, zero sugar, zero calories. These are the shit, man. Those are pretty gay, but I'll take the mojito one. Mo- mojito? Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah I have rum. I should put rum in it. Non-alcoholic. You would. Yeah, dude. I can't. Did I tell you about my? How you want to start this, man? Can I, I'm gonna talk about my Houston time. Is that we good? Yeah. Are we started. Go for it. All right, Selena. First of all, how you doing, Selena? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Just got my hair cut. How often do you get that? I forget to get it, so I get it like once every six months. I forget to cut my hair. Is that a lot for women? Once every six months? Uh huh. No. Well, I mean, it depends. Some women get their hair done like every month. Kelsey gets hers done more frequently because oh, yeah. she keeps it short. short. Right. But um, I don't know. I think you. I think most women probably get their hair cut more often than I do. I just forget about, uh, like, vanity things. I forget about appearance things. And you get the same haircut all the time? like Yeah, it, pretty much. So you point to the Dora Explorer on the wall. I'll take that one yeah. times two. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember how you cut my hair last time? The exact same thing. <laughs> You're like, and... You know the time two times before that? The same thing. <laughs> and I'm 12 years old, so I'll take the kid discount. Yeah. No, my hair has literally been the same, I don't know, for how long. Like, I always get the same cut. But it's the, it's the cut that I like the most. Yeah, it's comfortable. Yeah. I'm a cartoon character, so I gotta go with it. <laughs> I I get I cut I shave my hair now, once. Your three hairs once every, on your head. <laughs> once every other day, and because I I got a four head. Well, of course I got four. I got a four head trimmer <laughs> or shaver, and it just it's like massages your scalp as it as it trimmed it. I like it, man. Yeah. I like it a lot, and uh, I try to do it on my face the same one, mm-hmm. and my face broke out uh, on my chin. They razor bumps, and I hate that, man. That's the eight percent black coming in on me right there. I think it's just that men don't take it very good care of their skin. <laughs> Is that interesting? Skincare tips: uh, wash your face. I'm thinking about that. Historically, men do not take very good care of their skin. Man, it feels good to be back in here. We've done those those phone those phone podcasts. I mean, they'll get us through, but there's nothing like doing like. Having a conversation in person. Oh, the sound is so much better. This is going to be so much easier to edit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, it's great. So uh, as, as you know, I was in Houston for over two months, and I'm kind of upset that I'm back here now because the workload still isn't there. It's not going to be there till October. So it looks on the 16th, I'll probably go back and volunteer for another two weeks if they allow mm-hmm. me to do so. Just, I mean, I got kids, so I got to yeah. work, you know. I can't be like... Like those memes, fuck them kids. I mean, I wish, you know, but I had them. So shame on me for being a good dad. I apologize to everybody. Cousins, <laughs> the haters, the haters. I've never said oh, haters God. before. That's so, such a stupid phrase. And let me tell you something about Houston. One of the things with Houston that, that was an adjustment for me, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but huge adjustment is we're driving an hour and forty, an hour and a half from one side of Houston to the other side. Mm-hmm. And we're picking up whatever cargo, whatever load, well, it's, it's C5 additive, and we're hauling it back over where we started an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And over here in, in, in the oil fields, there's lease roads everywhere. So you can pull over, take a shit, take a piss. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. In that truck, you really can't pull over in Houston traffic, even if it's at night. Because yeah. there's trucks coming. I mean, people are going... I'm maxing out at 67 miles an hour in that truck. 
and Houston police start passing me like nothing, man. And the speed limit is 60. Yeah. I'm going 67. Those oh, cops yeah, are going. there's no speed limit in Houston. No, it's a flow of traffic. Yeah, you do whatever you want. That's kind of neat. But I contemplated for the first, I mean, like month, getting a diaper, wearing a diaper. Do you remember that astronaut woman that her boyfriend was cheating on her or something? Yeah. And she, and she like drove cross country yes. to murder him. Yes. Wore a diaper so she wouldn't have to stop. Yeah. She, she's the real MVP. I mean, that, that takes some, uh, that's, that's dedication right there, man. Would you wear a diaper? Right now, if you if you were gonna go, if I was gonna go on a road trip, yeah, and you don't want to stop. Well, okay. So, one of my favorite um, one of my favorite murders is the Jody Arias story. <laughs> That's my cousin. Like a... I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> she should be. She should be. <laughs> She's Mormon. Um, is she really? Well, she uh, converted to Mormonism because she was trying to like stay with this man who was who was like born and raised a Mormon. Uh-huh. Well, I don't think he was born and raised a Mormon, but he became a Mormon. Right. He was, like, very devout and stuff like that. But they were having sex, and when you're a Mormon, you're not supposed to. Or have caffeine, either. Or have caffeine, which I don't think he was doing that. But he was, <laughs> but he was having uh, sex. Yeah, he was having, like, a bunch of, like, weird, what if he was like, sprinkling you? sex with this girl. What if he was pouring Coca-Cola on her as they were having <laughs> sex? He's, he's double-dipping. He's, yeah, he's super-sinning. <laughs> um, but she, she's, like, a regular-sized young woman yeah. like maybe maybe 125 like yeah you know five she, five or something I, like I that she was attractive small. i thought she was yeah. attractive woman yeah she was um but she she filled up the reason i'm saying this is because like <laughs> if i was going to drive across the country to murder somebody uh-huh. and i didn't want somebody to know i had left the city that i lived in i mm. might wear a diaper and take extra gas the way because she took yeah. extra gas so that she wouldn't have to stop anywhere in that state so she could try to get away with it. She didn't. She's fucking stupid. But <laughs> what did she stop for? A payday? A candy bar? No, she didn't stop. Uh, she didn't stop, and because she was, she was in California. He lives in Arizona. She was saying that she was going to Nevada. Yeah, I think. So she didn't stop in Arizona, but she did ask her ex-husband for, um, like, gas hmm. things, canisters. Well, that, I mean, so that, that she wouldn't have to stop, so there wouldn't be like a, a record of her being in that right. state, so she could be like, "Oh, was it me?" Right, right, because so no one would see her. So the cameras, and that's yeah. the same way they got what's his name that that football player Aaron Aaron Hernandez, because oh, really? they have this video of him. I think they got he got gum and something to drink, and mm-hmm. then he's dancing back to the pump as they were putting in gas or wherever they stopped. And so there's a digital footprint of everywhere they went and yeah. the transactions they made. Yeah. And this, yeah. uh, Jody so Ayers I might wear a diaper that. if if I was planning on doing something like that. Yeah, you're a real MVP too. I like that, man. I didn't have the balls to to, to wear a diaper. I kept on telling everybody about like I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do it, man. And uh, some of the guys were like, don't. When we went out over there. They said, don't talk about that at the table. Cases of female, <laughs> don't talk about the table. I said, what's wrong with you, I don't man? Know about that shit. That's gross. I, I said, I'm confident in who I am, man. Just because I'm, I'm I'll admit that I'd wear a diaper. These guys are stupid. I would party. I, I didn't even party with them. I hate that term, party. But that's not really, I mean, it's not really polite dinner conversation to talk about uh, whether or not you're going to urinate on yourself to avoid stopping. Says who? That's the most Says polite. anyone. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to piss on Says myself. my can social you, skills class. Can you pass this on paper, please? And I might take a shit on myself if I don't have that. <laughs> please. But it's, uh, Houston was an experience, man. Like, sh- sh- nobody talk. Nobody talk. <laughs> Houston, okay, go on. <laughs> Houston was an experience. The, the traffic, even though it's COVID traffic, so mm-hmm. it's not where the levels I've seen it in the past when uh-huh. I was down there. There's so many. I saw three cars on fire. One of them was a truck, and they shut down I-10 for hours, and you had to divert. But there's so many accidents that happen 
regularly that you forget them. Like here in Lubbock, if someone if someone has an accident, your first thing yeah. as Lubbock is let me pull over see what I can do. Let me let me try to help them over yeah. there. You're like, damn, this motherfucker. Let me go. I gotta go around this <laughs> son of a bitch now. Now it's now one you're lane. Now you're inconveniencing me because you don't know how to fucking <laughs> yeah. drive. Now these six lanes are shut down. To and then two? you see a white sheet on their body, and you're like, oh my bad. Dog. Uh, God bless. <laughs> I'm late for work. Yes. And, and and they're like, damn man, now I don't know if I'll be able to get that second load or not. But <laughs> then the last one of the last ones I saw. I was headed westbound on I-10, and there was a semi, and then there was a pickup truck in front of it, and they shut down the last, the, the last two or the, the far right two lanes, and then in front of them were two like young kids, maybe high school, college, looking at a car that was upside down, facing the opposite way, like, hmm, how did this happen? <laughs> it was just, it's, it's humorous, man. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, here's another thing, too is there's a over here in oil field i deal with a lot of mexicans like real mexicans from mexico mm-hmm. not like me and you not like it's fake ones right <laughs> but um over there a lot of black dudes flexicans uh, <laughs> yes, over a lot of black dudes over there old school dudes and the coolest ones are the old ones like the ones that are 60 years old still driving and mm-hmm. those guys don't give a shit and they're the most honest people out there man and they love talking about viagra Love talking about <laughs> That's their favorite topic. Dude, these guys are, are they married? Are they single? Uh the, a lot of them I talked to were single. Yeah. Single older men and you know, black people Still hold their age the well. And they're like uh orthopedic shoes. Dude, I looked older than some of these black dudes. That's how that's how great they look, man. It's yeah. it's the genes, man. Hopefully that eight percent for me kicks in hardcore. But one of the the way you know how Mexicans over here talk about Mexican restaurants just open up like holes in the wall. Like, hey, yeah. you gotta go try here this one over here on 34th and whatnot. Shiraz coming. Yeah. So, hold on, I gotta get the door. Oh, I'm gonna keep on talking. Okay. So anyway, so so the way the way we talk about the way Mexicans over here and in Hobbs talk about Mexican Mexican food, like holes in the wall. That's the same way black dudes over there talk about fish shops, like a, a fish joint. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you so if you pull up over there off of I ten in Magnolia and you park over here at the empty hotel, you can walk right across to that fish joint, get the number seven. Watch out for them bones, though. <laughs> Dude, black people love fish over there, man. What's up, Sharad? What up? What up? How you doing, man? How you doing, bro? So um, it was an experience though. Then Sharad just walked in. Sharad, I got some uh, sparkling water. I don't know if you want strawberry. You want a Moscow Mule? He said sparkling water. Yeah, that's all I drink, bro. Real, real. Black people don't drink that shit. No, well, um, you can take a sip. You can you can put your finger out, like pinky out. SpongeBob drink it. I have some beer if you want some beer. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take a beer. Okay. You got some crown? No, I have. I don't really drink, man. Last time I drank Sherrod was over in, uh, I just got back from Houston. I did two and a half, two, two, over, over two months over there in Houston driving for work. And I drank one time in, uh, um, I got drunk, man. Uh, I tried to fight everybody, dude. Like, uh, I was like, "Hey, man, like, remind me to whoop your ass tomorrow." But I didn't even remember <laughs> that, dude. I blacked out. I threw up. It was it was not nice, man. I felt like I was back in the military, dude. Man. I felt like I was 21. It was stupid. And from that day, I haven't drank. Well, I took a little sip of some Jameson, uh, some some whiskey with cold brew something, and I drank like three ounces. Eh. But my my thing is coffee and. Uh, I can't handle alcohol, man. Man. I mean either, but I drink. Yeah. Yeah, I can't handle alcohol, but I drink. I mean, yeah. working in a bar every night, you know what I mean? Okay, so, okay, so, 
Okay, so when we get to that, when we get to that, Sharad just walked in. I'm gonna finish what I'm saying with Houston real quick. Okay. There's, so I was telling Selena that the coolest dudes I met down there in Houston were these old truck drivers, these black dudes, the most honest, funniest. And I was telling her that I looked older than most of them. They were like in their 60s and stuff, right? And, <laughs> and they love talking about Viagra. Well, so this is one dude from Mississippi, Louisiana area. So we're sitting down and I'm talking, I'm bullshitting. And this old man, he's just there looking at me. He's got gray, he's a little gray fro and he's looking. And he just won't stop staring as I'm talking, I'm holding court. And then after I finish, he says, hey, I know your twin. And I said, you know my twin? And he's like, yep. I said, you know someone who looks like me? Yep. And I said, and he talks like me? Yep. And then I stop and, you know, these other Mexicans are looking at me and I said, is he Mexican? He said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think the reason these black dudes are cool with me is because they think either I'm Puerto Rican or like uh, a lot of people think I'm half black and or a uh, Puerto Rican. I mean, uh, this, I guess that's the same thing. I wonder yeah. if it's because you don't have hair. They can't tell. My hair, like... I well, think it's more the way you dress and carry yourself. Though. I think like, that's what I was told her too, man. Talk, yeah, because yeah. when I first met you, uh, was it a melt? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, backstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's, I, I, feel, I thought he was black, too. But so, I thought he was half, yeah. at least. That, th- I mean, I got a son look just like him. No shit? <laughs> from Louisiana, <laughs> Mississippi area? No, nah, he's from Slayton. <laughs> Slayton, Texas? Yeah. yeah, man. That's Mexican city over there, bro. Shh, nothing uh, but. Yeah, my whole family's from there, man. Um, anyway, Sweat, so uh, how you... I'm, I'm done I'm done with my Houston shit right there. You want, okay. you, you're good? Yeah. You want to get started? We have Yeah. To- uh, sweat with us today. Uh, for those of you who don't know, which you should, uh, can I use your legal name? Yeah. Sherrod Hightower. Yeah. That's not even my legal name. But no? Know. No. Yeah. What's your legal name? <laughs> my, my first name's Eric, actually. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. I knew oh, that. you did? Yeah, my first name's Eric, so. Yeah, because I think, who is it that calls you? I don't know. There's somebody that I talk to. They're like, oh, you mean Eric? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you talking about Miguel? Probably. Oh, we try not to talk about him. Oh, that's messed up. I'm <laughs> not to talk about him at all. <laughs> How you been, man? Man, I've been good, man. This quarantine got me missing folks, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, it's, definitely. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. I'm ready to get back to work, though. Um, really just for the first time in my life, I actually sit down and write stuff, and I, I got so much stuff that I want to get out. Yeah. It just seemed like all this stuff just stopped our world, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah people, definitely. People don't understand that comedy is our world, you know? That's pretty much my getaway from life and everything else you know what i mean and it's so hectic right now uh you know with all my kids in school i got i got two in high school Mm -hmm. i got three playing sports right now well four actually but uh i got three in high school so it's been a bunch of a bunch of planning on traveling and getting my getting my wife you know hey man you're gonna have to go here i gotta go here you know what i mean so Sherrod, I'm not good with numbers, but it sounds like you just threw out 15 kids. Is that? Uh... I have 15 possibilities, but I, I only I only ended up with five of them. So, uh, you have seven kiddos? <clears throat> yeah, I got I got. Well, I have five biological, mm-hmm. but I don't believe in that stuff. No, okay, stuff, I got so you. I got seven. Awesome, yeah. man. I got four. I got four together. Yeah, yeah. I was about to ask if you're half Mexican because. Uh... So. I just mess with a lot of them. Man, yeah, you know. <laughs> very fertile, man. Very fertile. <laughs> you gotta stay away. From yeah, you, you gotta my, give them older ones. <laughs> my mama asked me what does Kisiera mean in English, and I was like, fifteen. She said, "No, baby shower." <laughs> so I, I found out that was really true. <clears throat> it's a uh, there's that's like that joke from from uh, what is that one guy that that one that one fat uh, comedian who passed away that Austin Meadow really liked. Uh, Ralphie, mm-hmm. Ralphie may say, he said, "What do you get a Mexican couple for the wedding?" 
size three baby Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Austin, man. That dude was hilarious right there. <laughs> so you've been holding up this pandemic with with writing and stuff. Man, I've been, I've been doing a lot of stuff. Writing, you know, on like Facebook. Going do a lot off, of those videos and stuff. Doing videos yeah. and stuff like that, man. That's basically what I've been doing. Um, I really, 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 man. I really wanna. Um, what I was really gonna try to do was, uh, you know, R.I.P. Jerry Harper. Right. I'm, I'm really uh, pushing the depression thing. You know what I mean? I, I think that was one of the things that kind of changed my mind as far as this comedy and stuff. You know what I mean? Because people don't understand. Uh, they look at us. They look at us as comedians as being funny, but yeah. they don't understand a lot of stuff that we say on stage is something that really. We really went through, you know what yeah. I mean. We 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 just found a way to. We to use get it as a coping that. mechanism. Yeah, we, we use it as a coping mechanism. Me- mechanism. See, I say mechanism. You said mexican yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> I said mexican nigga. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but um, I'm right here. I'm right here. But um, but um, like that 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 right there was that was that was that was a that was a that was a turning point for me, you know, because I've been there in my life. I've been in there in my yeah. life. My my life was. Man, if I told you my story and yeah. ever just had time to sit down and tell you about from the day I was born yeah. to this point, you wouldn't believe it. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of times that I was depressed and wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, especially losing my mother. That yeah. was that was. Well, tough. And that was recently, wasn't it? Yeah, because that was, that was, you, last it was year. um, yeah. was it right after or right before the uh, laugh off? It was. It was right. It was right before the laugh off. It yeah. Was right before the last. Actually, mm-hmm. the last one. No. Yeah, it was right before that one. It was probably like one of the last ones that I did. Is yeah. that whenever you went up and then you you took off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was that was difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just thinking about the person you wake up every morning. Yeah. You can call anytime. And yeah. So when she was dying, she told me she was like, "I don't care what what people say about you. You good at what you do. You know yeah. what I mean?" Yeah. She was like, "One thing, don't stop making people laugh." So. You know, with that going on, uh, then then to lose a friend like that, mm-hmm. who I know, if I could have just, if I could have just talked to him for five minutes, I, he, yeah. it, it would have been different. You know what I mean? Right. So, so yeah. now I think a lot of people feel that way. I think yeah. everybody feels like you know, yeah, we and, all could have done something. Yeah. But but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, my mom always told me, you know, God never make mistakes. So things happen for a reason. So you I know, you know. Um, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know when our last day is going to be, our last time to talk to people. That's why I tell people all the time, man. Uh, that's why I use the, can I, can I be real? Hell yeah, be, dude. That's why I use the phrase, fuck them. You know right. what I mean? Because right. at the end of the day, only thing that matters is how you feel about yourself. Anybody else yeah. can feel how they want to feel. Yeah. If you're not happy with yourself, then, you know. So. Have you always have you always been open about, uh, about your feelings, about uh, depression? Because I know in my family... Like the word depression isn't like my my sister said the other day. Um, well, I'm just, my sister, my daughter, and my mother both got COVID, and my oh, daughter's twenty three, my mom's sixty something, and your daughter's twenty three. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I got twenty three, seventeen, Dang. twelve, and eight. You yeah. look like you just got out of your thirties. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I was just bullshitting. Oh, oh well, <laughs> well, you know what's happening? Okay, so so so, so uh, I've, I've dropped thirty five pounds. Let me just brag about that, but. Whenever I was fat, like my cheeks would push out all the wrinkles. Now that I'm losing weight, my face is gonna get all saggy and stuff. Yeah. So I probably look 35. Now I look 45, or I'm probably gonna look older, which I'm cool with that, yeah. man. As long as I can see my penis, I'm good to go. Yeah. So I'm always see mine. Stop bragging, bro. So, <laughs> so, so when my sister you see was, mine too. It's detachable. <laughs> so my 
my sister was saying my sister was saying uh nobody asked about my mental health and i'm like hold on calm down with that shit like my family yeah we didn't go around saying oh hey how you doing how's your mental health because that's not something that we grew like you didn't you didn't yeah you didn't wallow in 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 with with anything else is was that was that something that you were open about with your friends, with your family, with your cousins? Man, I, I actually, you know, and I'm gonna be honest with Go you. Go ahead. I used to, I used to, I used to kind of laugh about suicide. Mm-hmm. I used to laugh about depression because, to me, it was like shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you ain't went through shit. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Not, I mean, it, the I way I, we grew up, me and my brothers, man. You know, my mom, my mom was my my, my biological mother uh-huh. who was still living. She was in the streets, like. Like we didn't have, we didn't have that parent that, you know, uh, our other friends had their parents. Right. You know, they had, and 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 we was living. It was fifteen kids in a three bedroom house. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the w- person I called my mom was my aunt. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. she she took us in. Mm-hmm. She she gave up her whole life to take us in. Me, my cousins, all generations and generations. Yeah. And that's what she did all her life. But. You know, growing up as young, you know, that people kind of hide stuff from you to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they keep stuff away you. from you to protect your feelings. And right. then when you get older, as the older you get, the more you start finding out, you yeah. know, people start talking to you. you. You start hearing about secrets and stuff in the family. Yeah. So I never, I used to laugh about depression because right. I was like, shit, man, you know, like it ain't nothing. But, what do you have to be depressed about? Look at my Yeah, like what you got to yeah. be depressed right. about? You know, why is life so bad? You right. know, but then... It got to a point where I hit rock bottom and I actually seen how it felt to actually feel alone. Mm-hmm. Nowhere to talk to, nowhere to go, nobody to look at, you know. Uh, 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 it, it was just crazy two years ago. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know y'all could tell on the stage mm-hmm. that I was in a bad place, bro. Like, I was in a really bad place. I was in a, I was in a bad place. Um, my mom passed. Some other stuff happened, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Me and my wife got a divorce, <laughs> you know what I mean? All this happened, and then we had a miscarriage. That All this stuff happened at one time. And so I just used to sit in my living room, bro, every every day. Yeah. I sit in my living room, and I would get fucked up. I get drunk as fuck. I get yeah. I get fucked up, you know what I mean? Yeah. By, by, by 3 o'clock in the evening, I'm fucked up. I wouldn't sleep. I wasn't eating. I wasn't doing nothing, you know what I mean? It was comedy shows I was supposed to be at. That I wouldn't even show up to. They'd be calling me. I wouldn't even answer the phone. Because I was like, fuck that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was in a bad place. And, and, and it took me almost to the point of trying to take my mm. self out. You know what I mean? No lie. I sit in my living room. Yeah. You know what I mean? I sit in my mm. living room. I was drunk. I had a pistol. I had, I had the pistol. I'm, I'm like, shit. You know, fuck this. I done lost everything that I got. I might as well go ahead and take myself out. And uh, I just went to the back door. Fired the bullet. When mm-hmm. I fired the bullet, one of my good friends knocked on the door, and from that day forward, everything changed. That day, I was like, "Man, I, I refuse to ever go back to that place." You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, it, yeah. and it, even if you listening, man, you got to go talk to people. Yeah, who'd you talk to? Wes Nesman. Hmm. Wow. Believe it or not, Wes Nesman. I got so so much respect for that man. I don't care what people, you know. That's that's the thing that we got to get out of. Quit judging one another. You know what yeah. I mean? Just because. Just because it's one white person that feel that way doesn't mean a lot of people that you look at and be like, damn, he probably don't even like black people. Yeah. They they be the ones you need to go talk to. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it's, that's why, man, I I don't care about no color. I, I feel like I can make anybody laugh. I mm-hmm. can have a conversation yeah. with anybody. Yeah. I can talk to anybody because then what that man did for me, 
at that point in time, he don't even know. He I, he probably just finna find out when he watches this video. Yeah. But he don't even know what he did for me, man. That dude, that dude encouraged me every single day. Every it, it, mm -hmm. every time he seen me tripping, he called me on the phone. He'll just call me. He'll message me. It's five in the morning, man. That man right there never gave up on me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and I think in 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 the back of his mind, he kind of knew what was up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, he went through that. Yeah. Once yeah. once once I once I told him what I was going through yeah. at the laugh off, I think that was. But he never stopped, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I give that man so much respect, man, mm -hmm. because because it was the point where I was finna give I was I was giving up yeah. that shit. I was like, man, fuck comedy, you know yeah. what I mean? Like this shit done fucked fuck, fucked up a whole bunch of shit for me. I can't make nobody laugh. I'm not even laughing. But it was something about the stage, man. Mm -hmm. Every time yeah. I stepped on that stage, everything that I was going through, no matter what, the day yeah. after my mama died, I did the laugh off, and I felt like. That was maybe one of my best stand-ups ever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But when the day that I released that pain was on Christmas, uh, the Christmas show last year. And I told my story mm -hmm. to that whole crowd. And I feel like that was the day, you know, you you, you, hold, you hold on to hurt so long, man, it, you'll start hurting yourself. You, yeah. you hurt other people that shouldn't be hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't recognize that because you're still in denial of that you're hurt. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? So I had to accept that I was hurt. I had to accept that some things was going on. And, uh... Uh, I think when my mother passed, man, mm -hmm. that just brought up my family, my the, the kids, the people that I grew up. We we all just came back, you know what yeah. I mean. So like my family, my my family, my cousins, been West Nessman, and a couple more of my friends was there for me. Yeah. You know what I mean. So uh, now, and, and so so with that happening around Christmas and you airing it out there and and. Uh... Did it, you, from what it sounds like, there was uh, it's like a weight was lifted off you, right? Man, because yeah, you were able to share it, and that's yeah. important too. Is that you had the, you had the strength to share, and a lot of people yeah. don't have that. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, to uh. bear your soul to people like that. Yeah, it is. Just even admitting to Wes that you're going through something like yeah. that's, it's important like, to do that. And my biggest thing was my biggest thing was, man, you could tell somebody something and be like, man, don't tell nobody this. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And then they'll go tell this person. By the time we get around, it's a whole different story. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, you know that. So I, was, you know, I was like, man, fuck that. I ain't talking to nobody. Has has any of has any of that that feeling that you felt last year had did it resurface during this COVID during during the pandemic? It's crazy that you asked me that. Um, me and my me and my me and my girlfriend, we actually lost a child. I remember that happening. It's already here. We actually lost a child, and even even with me and my marriage losing mm -hmm. a child, like it was. That that was that was tough, but it wasn't like that because I never seen them. But to actually see that, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm seeing to actually see my mm -hmm. child right yeah. there, like mm -hmm. that's me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That changed my life. Yeah. And <clears throat> what was crazy was it was like, damn, do I tell people or do I not tell people? I told my family, like my family was so supportive. Yeah. My dad, you know, what I'm saying was one of my biggest supporters, and uh, that's another person I give respect to is my father. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't. I didn't know him. I didn't know him till I was sixteen years old. <laughs> we was right there around the corner from each other. Mm -hmm. you know Did he not I mean? know he had a kid? Or? We, we didn't know anything. But if you look at us, we identical. Yeah. And uh, I give that man a lot of respect. Like I love my father. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He hard as hell on me, and that's one thing that I never take back. You know, I I get mad at him because he hard, but I mm -hmm. but in the time when I need him, I need him. So at this point, man, I'm like, what am I gonna do? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I I ain't. I ain't with all that, but I caught myself though, because at the end of the day, I was like, I can't go back to that place. I got, I got, I got seven other kids here yeah. mm -hmm. in this world 
that I got to show and be an example to. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, let's get through this. And I moved on. You know what I mean? I smoked a lot of weed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I ain't going to lie. I smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> I probably smoked I probably smoked about two, three pounds or two, three ounces a day. I ain't lying because I knew if I I knew if I got get drunk like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Alcohol. You can, go down. Yeah, man. It, it, that alcohol is, you got to know what you're doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I always say, whatever a drunk man feel, that's how you're going to react. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I smoking a lot of weed, man. So <laughs> we was able to get to that, but um, it was number blessings that's after good. that. You know what I mean? So That's yeah. good, man. I'm glad. I'm glad to, this COVID has affected people differently. And, and like what you said, and we've talked about this before, though, but about how it feels like comedy was taken away from us. That yeah. that that the venue and what I said again, I sound like a broken record, but I really miss the hang afterwards. Yeah. Even if I didn't get to go on stage, yeah. just to hang and well, talk and, to everybody. And afterwards. Lubbock, from what I'm finding out from other out of town comics, is Lubbock is really unique in that sense that we are closer. Yeah. Like we all know each other, we all hang out with each other, even outside of comedy, because right. people don't do that. I mean, even the guys in Amarillo, they're like, they're not really close. Right. Matt has told us that. we are. But I feel like, I mean, especially since the, the whole thing happened with Jared, I think mm-hmm. we've been better about, you know, kind, kind of keeping an eye on everybody and checking yeah. in on everybody. Yeah. But You told us that, uh, this was in the in the in in one of the video chats that you were on. Yeah, I think you were on the shitter whenever you answered the phone. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I answer the phone anywhere. I got to take a shit, I'm going. I don't give a damn. Listen, <laughs> listen, if I go to see the president right now and I got to take a shit, I'm going to ask him where he's like, fuck that. <laughs> you were on there and he uh, said, what are, you, said, what are you doing, man? He's like, I'm taking a shit. I said, prove it. And you lifted your phone up and you showed us. <laughs> <laughs> Say, man, I ain't no shame with my gay shit. You, you spoke at you spoke at Jared's funeral, correct? At yeah. the, that was one of the photos on your yeah. um, on your on your on your profile. Were y'all there? I, I was. I, I was uh, yeah. I was out of town, I think, mm-hmm. or I was in Hops, one of the two. Um, I, you were there whenever he spoke. Yeah. Okay. Did you? Did they ask you to speak? Did you request to speak? How- no. Nah, um, I didn't even know what was going on. Uh-huh. It was like maybe a day later or two days later or something. Uh, I was actually uh, out. One of my friends, and he was like, dang, man, you going to Jerry's funeral? And I thought he was playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I found out. So I ended up getting a hold of Meemaw and his mm-hmm. sister. Yeah. And, and Meemaw was just like, I, he would love for that to happen. Yeah. yeah, That was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I was nervous. I yeah. was like, dang, man, it's a whole bunch of white people out here. Boy. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say, you know. <laughs> but I think when I got on that mic, I just was like... You tell you were really speaking from the heart, and yeah. like yeah, I had to because <clears throat> I've been there, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I had to just be there. You know what I mean? And I, I, I've been there, bro. Like, and I know it was a minister there, but I don't. He probably had never been through that. He, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I, I just had to speak from my heart. Like, man, it ain't worth it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It ain't worth it. We, even if you sick, even if you broke, even if. You got to stay in there and fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You lose when you give up. And and I think that was because that was the message that Jerry would give to me. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, she knows. That's that's Jerry's message. Like, yeah. man, he would get so pissed off on stage if he didn't get a laugh. Like, that was when, that was yeah. the only time that I actually seen him really get pissed off. Yeah. yeah. Was if he didn't get a laugh on the stage. Yeah. Other than that, that was, man, he was encouraging. Like, yeah. you know, so I was like. It just caught me off guard, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, man, how can somebody that, 
How can somebody who's so positive to people, mm -hmm. you know, even if you don't like him, he gonna try to find a way to make you like him. Like regardless, I, I think other than Cheryl yeah. though, I don't know. I <laughs> well, think I mean, I think him and Cheryl should have banged. Like I, I don't know, cause <laughs> that might be one reason. <laughs> Did you know Jerry before comedy? Hell yeah, yeah. I've from, been knowing Jerry. Hell yeah, yeah. Shit, man, that's my bartender right there. Yeah, that's Lubbock's yeah. bartender. Say, man, that yeah. boy right there, man, that's 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 probably the best bartender in Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. Whenever he, I remember the first one of the first times he went up, there was like a, it's like a rainbow coalition, white, black, Mexican, everybody was there at Lantern Tavern. It's like the second time he went up, I'm like, who are all these people? Once Jerry went up and left. Once Jared went up and he got on stage, everybody left. I'm everybody like, okay, well, they're here for Jared. That's why I was like, hold on, man, go after me. Cause... <laughs> Let me go up there. You know, first. black people don't even come listen to my joke shit. I'm talking about bars here. I see uh, on, on the post I was going through. I don't really get your post on 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 my feed for some reason, even though. We're Facebook friends. I don't. I went through. I don't. That might be a good thing, bro. It's crazy. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's crazy. Are you? Do you? You go to CC's a lot. I work at. I you. Work oh. Okay. Okay. I was like, man, this guy. This guy's at CC's a lot. I was. Uh, Everybody say that. They, they call me CC's mascot. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah. And how long have you worked there? I've been there two years. Oh. Okay. Okay. I've been fired seven times. Though. Okay. Well. Well, I don't they know keep if that's firing a... <laughs> you back, or you just keep showing up. You're like, I, just, I gotta work. I don't know. I'm like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't nobody else gonna do it. So shit. Yeah. It's it's crazy. You know. Yeah. Hey, it's crazy. And that's so. Within these two years, did you do the show before you worked there or after the the Valentine show? Was that was that last year? There was this past Valentine's oh, Day. Oh man, oh, we was it? Rocked that bitch. Me, yeah. Selena, we rocked that bitch. We did. Hey, we did. Selena. I'm telling you, that is a black woman's man. I'm telling you, man. My my fucking cousins love yeah. Selena, boy. That shit. Selena fucking rocked it. I, I always get scary because I'm like, oh, because I just feel like I'm like just a fucking little nerd, and people are gonna make fun that's of what's me. That's so funny. Not laugh. That's what's so fucking funny about it. Like yeah. she's little, but her voice is so strong, and like she say the dumb shit. <laughs> but every girl be like, damn. <laughs> I do know what that's like. I've been through that shit before, you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember y'all talking about that on that on that video chat. It was that one dude. Those video chats really, they really helped me, man. They really, it was like a hang, is what it was, yeah. man. It was. I I really enjoyed those. Hey, listen, I, I y'all y'all video chat me too late. Cause yeah, you, at you, three in the morning. I'm I'm you, on something else. Yeah. I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to trying to. Hey man, what's the craziest thing you've seen at CC's? I know CC's was pretty rough back in the day. Shit. I know it's probably rough now too. I haven't been there in forever. Hey, he said, "What's the craziest shit I've seen at CC's?" <laughs> Let's see the craziest shit I've seen at CC's. Are you seen someone take a shit on the car? Someone getting hit in the parking lot? Oh man, I seen. I didn't see. I seen motherfucker ride, drive his car through the fucking door. Damn. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't even his girlfriend. It was my cousin. She was talking to my friend. And he's mad, I guess, because she's half, half Hispanic. He gets mad at his girlfriend. So we put him out. He he hit her two times. He ran. He hit her two times, bro. Dang. Like, ran her over two times with, with his car. Did she die? Hell no. Nah, she got up and... I don't know what happened after she got up. She got up and went home with his ass. That's what she did. That motherfucker She's drove. Like, I'm in trouble. I gotta go. That motherfucker <laughs> drove his car through the fucking door. Oh, he already told her once. I mean, well, ran over one. I mean, shit. So. That motherfucker knocked us so high. 
She, I was like, damn, she hit the floor, got up. For real, that's love. <laughs> I, that's, that's, that's real love. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Back, yeah. yeah, she bounced back real quick. Yeah, she, it's like that old saying, right? She's like, nigga, you ain't going to leave me here tonight. <laughs> like, you, like, you let it go, and if it's meant to be, it comes back, then it's, then it's yours. Yeah, yeah it's bounce back. My mic yeah. down, you I like that, man. Good, I, I like that. But, uh, you know, like, um, I done seen a whole bunch of crazy shit. <laughs> I done seen some crazy shit up in CC's, man, for real. I done seen... I done seen I done seen people get caught up in there. I yeah. done seen I done seen some crazy shit. People get impregnated. Now I see because I wasn't even gonna touch that shit. <laughs> I, and shit, I seen some shit in the men's bathroom that I was like, yeah. "Fuck!" Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, I ain't got no problem with y'all, but when you see it on the other side, it's like, ah, damn, that shit is weird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, shit, it was just weird. It's yeah. just weird because I was like, damn, I ain't. That, that ain't how I wanted to see that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I wanted to maybe go to Google or some shit, you know. See and it show online. Me, yeah, show Sanitized. myself. Not what to do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, man, I done seen some shit. That place is, it's, uh, if I remember. Working in the bar, though, it's some people that you will see that you, like, see sober. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, cool, but drunk. Ah oh, man. It's, yeah. Yeah, some people's whole personalities change when they get drunk. My yeah. whole personality changes when I get drunk. Yeah, mine does too. Mine stays the same. I just get louder. Mm. Nah, my personality changes. I like it's it's it depends on what I'm drinking. I don't drink killer liquor because I get crazy. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm the same. Like no matter what I drink, I'm the same. See, it, it depends for me. If I, I can have a beer or two, and then that's it. But if 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 I'm drinking more, which I shouldn't, it's I feel I feel invincible, man. I feel like I'm 15 years old again, like like Superman. That's when I felt like I was Superman when I was 15. That's what a lot of people do up there. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why you got to stay on your toes. Yeah. And and, and it's it's outside the bars bar is more dangerous than inside. You know what I mean? Because you don't know what a person got in their car. That's yeah, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I seen I seen some crazy things happen. I see some people lined up outside there sometimes. What are they doing, man? Shit. They just lined up. It's trying like, to get in. Yeah. Just, yeah. damn. Cause I go, cause I live, I live right there uh, by by that United, and uh, I'll go by that Walgreens sometimes, and you just see people just lined up, just chilling. I don't know. I seen a dude on a bicycle like one day? time. No, no, at night. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you talking about? Well, they not right there at CC's. They at the, they at the game room. Oh, those those are. There's a game room there too. Yeah, those are those oh. are them those are them drugs addicts. Bro. Oh, like, that's okay. All, that's all they. Like, that's next door. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, they're just outside. They just be outside. CC's is a more respectable establishment. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is dude on the bicycle just riding around. I was thinking, man, that guy's gonna take that bike and if you ride by there if you ride by there on Saturday, yeah, or Friday, you're gonna see. And I I blame myself for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, man, I can't do this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So one time the uh, the owner told me to get a DJ in there, and it was it was on. What's that DJ's name? I don't think DJ I used to work Trout. with him. Uh, you you know Desmond. Did he? He looks or familiar, you, man. I saw the Matrix. Hmm. Nah, man. I, well, those, if I saw the, I know they're. If I saw as the guy you saw in the video, uh, when you said y'all come to CC's, I know that dude. And I think I saw Sarah in there too. I used to go to school with Sarah. You know and, Sarah? Yeah, I went to school. She What's was up, Sarah? To, she was married to my homeboy uh, Freddie at one point. We call him Turtle from yeah. Atkins. And, uh, not, a lot of my cousins go in there too. Uh, yeah, I Go just check it out, that. man. It's just, it's cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Do, y- do y'all wear masks in well, there? You had that, um, yeah, you gotta wear a mask in there. You had that uh, open mic there a couple times, yeah. the like contest yeah. one. Yeah. Well, I had a comedy show there too. Uh, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we also did one for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Nah, that was that's that was probably the best one. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, yeah. 
But how did you um how did you get into comedy? When did you start? <laughs> I was waiting on this one. So I'm gonna tell my story. <laughs> go ahead, I go hope ahead. and I hope everybody from my school watching right now. So how I got into comedy was my basketball coach. I was fucking terrible in school. Like for real. Mm -hmm. I skipped half a year and they didn't catch me until the end of the basketball season. <laughs> like that's how bad I was. Yeah. I like went from math and just put myself in choir. Mm -hmm. Like Fuck math. I ain't yeah. going to that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I never knew I never knew that um I never knew that I had a problem with numbers until I recently went and got an eye test. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I can remember numbers, mm -hmm. but I had to remember numbers because looking at them is like they doing this, yeah. you know. So uh, anyways, I got in trouble and whatever. We was having a talent show. And uh Coach Wag, Coach Wag did this to me. <laughs> What's up, Coach Wag? EHS, best basketball coach. In the state of Texas right now, especially in West Texas, 10-time district champ. You know what I'm saying? So he came in there and he was like, hey, man, uh, I think you'll really be good at comedy. Mm -hmm. Well, the way that I even got good at, com at, at making people laugh is because when, when I came from my mom with my biological mom, I was fucking dusty and broke and... You know what I'm saying? I was wearing K-Swiss that didn't have no color in them and stuff. So people, <laughs> people used to clown on me. My boy Darian Walker used to give me hell. I mean, every day of hell. Darian, Louie, and Steph McNeil used to give me hell. So I was like, fuck that yeah. shit. I finally got that little low, little old child support check. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I was like, shit, I'm going to the mall today. Went and got my girl up and I started fighting back. And I seen yeah. that I was good at it. So I was, I would clown yeah. anybody. Yeah. He, he was like, man, we having a talent show. Y'all come. Oh, uh, won't you be a a, a a a comedian? I think you could be good at stand-up comedy. I was like, hell no, nah. you know. In my mind, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, but hell nah, cause yeah. I, yeah. you know, I ain't never did it or whatever. And so, I talked to my best friend Todrick. He was like, nigga, why not do yeah. it? You know what I'm saying? I was like, cool. So I got up there. And, uh, you know, I always done like big girls. Like, that is... <laughs> That's I, when it started? I, no, I've been liking big girls since I was in, like... Yeah. I've been liking big girls since I started puberty. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it was like... That's what I talked about. I talked about how... I didn't go get a croissant. I bought a box of honey buns. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I gave her a Cheerio bracelet. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> that's real talk. So, the next year come around... Cause we act like you're going to do it again. Yeah. But the principal had pissed me off. Um, you know what I'm saying? He gave me five days in ISS and all this. I was like, bet. Yeah. I was like, bet. And uh, I got up on stage. I got up on stage. And I woe his ass <laughs> out. Oh, and a funny, I woe his ass out. Yeah. I promise. I woe his ass out, boy. Like, And he, 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 the thing about it, he was clean. But but I don't give a fuck if you clean or not. I can make a joke out of anything. So yeah. I remember he had on a green vest about this color. Yeah. And I told him, I said, damn, you look like you should have flowers in you standing up next to a funeral. <laughs> and Coach Wag trying to close the curtains and yeah. the curtains got stuck. Uh, <laughs> so they trying to keep, they trying to close the curtains on me. So I got 15 minutes and I'm yeah. tearing their ass up. <laughs> next day I came to school. The principal came and got me. and was like, I'm checking your ass. I'm checking your ass out. Kick me out of the whole school. Wow. Permanently? Permanently. So what'd you do? I went to shallow water. Oh, no shit. Yeah, and shine like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Coach Wag was like, I shout out to Coach Wag too. He yeah. was like, man, he didn't like it. Coach Wag didn't like it. He was just like, hey, man, when you uh, when you graduate, bring me your diploma, man. Yeah. And that was one of the most biggest things I yeah. ever did in my life because my mom was, my biological mama was the last one to graduate high school. Right. So when I graduated high school, like... 
that shit meant something to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Cause, cause, cause. Yeah. Basically, I felt like they was telling me that I couldn't do it. Like right. I wasn't gonna yeah. do shit. I wasn't gonna graduate. So that was my mindset. I don't, ain't shit. And I had two kids. I had two kids by the time I graduated yeah. high school. So it was like, you know what I'm saying? My life was crazy. You yeah. know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, and I think from my childhood, that's why I did it. You know what I mean? I knew what I was doing with my children. Yeah. Like, yeah. Them, them, them some precious gifts. I never take that time. Yeah. Out, you know what I mean? Them, so. did, did you use Did you use any profanity when talking about the principal? No, I didn't have to. Not at all? I didn't have mm-hmm. to. So why do, you, why do you kick you out? Because the whole school heard that shit. <laughs> Because he was embarrassed. He was embarrassed. The whole <laughs> school, the whole faculty, he was the only one that wasn't there. Dang. That's uh, that's how I feel. Like, that's pretty good. That's powerful, though, to do that. Just, I didn't have to. No matter what the consequences are. It seemed like you could have fought that, though. Um, I didn't want to. No? I mean, because I feel like, like, damn, you clown on me all the time. You talk mm-hmm. shit about me all yeah. the time. So why can't I talk shit about your ass? Shit. I just, I mean, by the time, by the time that talent show came back around, I already knew who I was going to attack. <laughs> I had already had it in mm-hmm. my mind. I'm going to attack your ass. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it was like, to me, you had your favorites. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He had his favorites. Like, so when Coach Wag gave me the opportunity, shit, I was like, fuck okay. it, shit. <laughs> I finna go to ISC. I didn't know I was going to get kicked out of school. Yeah. Though, you know what I'm saying? You, but, you ready for ISC. But that motivated me so fucking much, bro. Yeah. Like, that shit, and, and I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. By the time when I went to Shallow Water, it was my senior year. I was two years behind. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they was basically telling me I wasn't gonna graduate. Shit, I was like, fuck that. But you went in there with the expectation you're gonna get ISS. Yeah. Like yeah. I always got in trouble yeah. in school for being funny. Like, right. Yeah. yeah I always, bro. Like. Yeah. I couldn't help. I just, it's just I don't know. Like. <laughs> there was a teacher I had that she had a pink slip ready for me. It, all she had to do was put the date, and it was already filled out. Man, this just used to be like. I, it wasn't that I, I don't know, man. I just always had a thing for making people laugh. Yeah. Like I always, my my uncle was a was a bishop. He was a pastor. He was okay. a bishop, and he was one. Of, he was the funniest man I knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in in reality, that was one of the people that kind of made me like, man, I want to be like this dude. He's six six. He funny yeah. as hell. You yeah. know what I mean? His and he's got was, a platform. His he's name was stage. Bishop Forrest Man. You know, but, but that was one. That's the funniest man that mm-hmm. I know in my life. Like I'm not lying. Yeah. That man right there, man. He and he worked at the flea market. So, so that's kind of how. Because I mean, unless you start watching, like, did you watch a lot of comedy when you were a kid? I love comedy. Yeah. That's you how watched, I You saw a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I love. Martin was my favorite one. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I think you have to you have to watch an example to actually know how it's done. But like watching watching stand up comedians and then two having like a, um, I'm not like super religious, but I do like religious services just because I love to see good speakers because they're performers. Yeah. Right. I don't know yeah. like I don't know how people usually think about preachers, but like lawyers are that way too. Right. They're performers, yeah. and if you can give a good performance, you can convince somebody of anything. And that's part of what comedy is. It's like yeah, I'm full of shit, but I'm gonna convince you to believe in me. Yeah. And I'm gonna make you laugh. Oh, what's um. Bernie Mac, that was that was that was the guy that made me. Bernie yeah. Mac, Bernie Mac, and actually Red Fox. Yeah, those are the two guys yeah. that made me like. Damn, I want to be like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The first, the first stand-up comedy I ever really watched was Kings of Comedy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, we lived, we we grew up in a, chi- a a Christian home. Yeah, so we couldn't like, man, this is this is our schedule: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We was in church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We couldn't watch. We couldn't watch. My 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 cousins couldn't even wear pants. You females, the girls. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't wear pants. You know what right. I'm saying. Yeah. So we we grew up in a Christian home. So I didn't really learn too much about stuff until I got like a teenager, where I got to start going to my cousin's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, matter of fact, Waterboy was the first comedy movie that I wow. ever watched like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And just how Adam Sandler was, and then 
we watched Waterboy and then we watched Kings of Comedy. But yeah. when I seen Bernie Mac and Steve Harvey and uh, Dio Hughley and yeah. Cedric, when I seen them on that stage, I was like, I was so sick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I like that shit. But I never thought that I'd be a comedian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah. laughing at their jokes. But shit, I didn't start back going to comedy till I heard about open comedy. But yeah. like, I think it was... Uh, I think it was Kimothy that told me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was either Kimothy or Joe, and shit, I just showed up. Bro. Yeah, really. Uh, at backstage. Nah, I just really, yeah, at backstage, I just showed up. I got high one day and I decided, <laughs> hey man, I want to go. I'm, let me go try this out, and it went awesome. You know what I mean? And then that's where it took off. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because you always have this like really natural high energy, right? To yeah. It. And you're always just like, well, you can laugh or you don't have to. I don't give a fuck. I'm funny. Right, shit, I don't give a fuck. I'm funny as fuck yeah. to me. Shit. I, I, <laughs> and it's important to have I, that confidence. I think people like people are like, well, I'm funny. I write funny things. It's like, yeah, but if you want to be a stand up, you have to have the confidence to deliver yeah. that stuff. You have to believe in yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to get other people to believe in you either. A lot of these, a lot of these, a lot of these comedians here. It's two things. That I feel like shouldn't happen as a comedian. Writing notes. Like, you can write notes, but once you start... Looking down, yeah. Looking mm-hmm. down, trying to read... You, you have the, to you open your the, phone. Yeah, yeah. You're losing the crowd, bro. Right. So, crazy thing, bro. I never wrote down... <laughs> I should tell you, I never wrote down a joke. No. Until the pandemic. No I shit. never wrote down a joke. Everything that I did on stage was off the top of my head. You ain't a lady unless you're two ways. That's my, that's my, that's my, that's my motto. That's yeah. my motto, motto. Yeah. I, but I've been saying that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But I, I think, uh, uh, really, man, being on stage with DC Young Fly, that showed uh-huh. me something different, you know what I mean? Because to us, it was new. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to him, he already knew what was going on, you yeah. know what I'm saying? He had already had his routine, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he, like, man, I'm talking about, he talked so bad about Lubbock, Texas, Boy, <laughs> but that, it was funny uh, that Wild and Out kind of yeah. show. Yeah, I went yeah. To that one. He was like, he's like, um, he's like, yeah. I told my my uncle, who he my security, that we was going to um, that we was going to Lubbock. He's yeah. like, damn, I always wanted to go overseas. <laughs> so it's like his whole routine was different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that at that point, I, I was kind of started thinking about doing jokes, but I had a lot of the jokes I had told that I had I had already been doing them. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, you know yeah. what I mean? So it was just like, damn, man, if I would have did that back then, shit, I could have been already there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I could have been 15, 20 years in. So it was just, I guess, when he kicked me out of school, that kind of that kind of killed my spirit. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because you got you punished for doing the thing right. that you Yeah, love. yeah. I mean, shit, I was bad, though. Shit, he probably, that was just some revenge shit, you know what yeah. I mean? Because I was that I was that fucked up. <laughs> I'd say something bad about my teachers to their face, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it wouldn't be no, like... I wouldn't say you bitch, you know what I'm saying? I'd just mm-hmm. be like, we had a we had a teacher named Miss Polly. She smoked cigarettes. She'd be mm-hmm. like, damn, you sound like a car trying to start up every time. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, man. Selena, it was um Selena I was gonna see um what what was your uh best experience that you had doing comedy? Like what was your favorite show that you ever did? <laughs> and I got fucked out of this show. Um uh the laugh off. Which one? When I picked up Jared's grandma. Oh, I was just oh, about yeah. to comment on that. You, I was sitting right there with how many, her. How many times have you won the laugh off? I, I, won, I think like four or five at least. Yeah, I won. I won three. 
three? I won three, yeah. Yeah, you went and sat his grandma on a chair up front, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Jared was already Say, drunk. bro, that dude cussed me out so much, but you never pick on my motherfucking grandma. No. You like, said he called you afterwards, yeah, right? he called me afterwards. I, he called me to his house. Like, don't you know, he's walking around. I was like, fuck, bro. This motherfucker got these two dinosaurs in this bitch. I was like, fuck, bro. Look, I, it was just a joke, bro. It was just, no, fuck that. I was like, all right, bro. I never do that shit. Me, my, me, my. Every time she sees me, she kisses me on my cheek. I was like, she. <laughs> Call me pops in a minute, boy. You keep playing with. <laughs> Were you there, Selena, for that one? I don't think so. I think oh, I missed man. that one. That, yeah, man, he was pissed. That was. Funny. He couldn't do nothing else after that. He was pissed. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even have his cap. That is on one thing I do think he get. He like. Um, he would let things get to him. Yeah. He wasn't able to like. Just okay. Yeah. That I'm upset, but I'm gonna push that out of my head, and I'm gonna keep but going. He would always it, like. But if you did it though, he would come to you and be like, "Ah, bro, you gotta let it go." Like, yeah. <laughs> you just went off on me. You, you know? let it go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was there. That was that was pretty funny, man. You went in. You got on one knee, and I don't remember what you told his grandma. He's like, no. Nah, the question was like, if you was gonna, if what would you tell a lady? I think it was like, what would you tell a cougar? in a pickup line or oh some God. shit yeah. like that and she was sitting there yeah. <laughs> so I picked up out of wheelchair yes. Yes. Oh and God. took him and yeah. in my, and I, said, I think I said in my lap didn't I I can't remember, I remember it was it was up front in, in oh man room, but... and the whole crowd was like uh, yeah. oh fuck oh fuck yeah. Jared was I don't know if he was angry or embarrassed but his face was as red as his beard man, it man was... he was pissed he took his hat off <laughs> yeah he didn't have a cap on he, he, he normally has a cap well, on all the, the time Stop, I was all kind of bitches and motherfuckers. <laughs> I think he almost called me a nigga, but he, he could have got away with it. That's was, my partner, you know? So It was it was funny. Did you win that one? No, nah, Cole won that one. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was it was good, man. The play between you and him and uh, his grandma was... That was hilarious, bro. Well, that's always a good strategy on the laugh off too, is to pick an enemy. That way the whole show becomes <laughs> you about you two. I didn't even remember And people Cole. forget about everybody yeah. else. Oh, man. <clears throat> the crazy thing, I'm glad I went at the last one when yeah. the guy flipped out. Oh yeah, was, he, yeah, yeah. was it you he flipped out? On? You know, what, what, do you do you drink still? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, yeah. I drink. I yeah, alcohol. Look, I, it's like this. I uh, I don't drink beer. I don't drink beer at all. I used to drink beer all the time, but I don't drink beer. I drink liquor. But you gotta understand, Dad smokes weed and drinks Crown every day. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. this. I can control that, you know what I yeah. mean? One thing I'm going to do, I'm going to drink water every day. I'm going to drink a gallon of water right. every day. At least a gallon mm-hmm. of water every day. Like, right. just yeah, from right. just me, I like I love water. So, yeah. I'm good, man. Like, I, I can control it. You Is know it sparkling what I mean? water? Sure. Well, and some people, hey, like, no. I can I can function <laughs> drinking what I drink, I but I only drink at my own. I only drink at my own pace. Right. Yeah, see, no, you can't go in there and get me drunk like that. Yeah, like, you're not going to convince me to take a shot if I don't want to take a shot. You're not going to convince me to drink if I don't want to. You know your limit. Yeah. Some people don't. I mean, some people don't, though. Some people don't understand that. When you take that shot and you burp, that's your limit. That's your body telling you. When you take that shot and you can't swallow it right away, that's your limit. You're done. You're done. You probably done before that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You just realize. Yeah, see, I I don't. I mean, like, if I'm going to have a beer or two, that's it. But if. No man, it depends. I don't. I don't really like drink. I don't like that feeling. The next day, it took me a day and a half to get over this. I rather uh, smoke weed than anything, though. I yeah, really, I don't. Sherrod, I, I, I said earlier that I don't really. I don't see your stuff on my on my feed for some reason. Facebook, but I looked through it today, and um, we can touch on this if if you want. Uh, man, anything you want to talk about? Okay, about okay. So this is a video you posted on August twenty eighth, and and this video 
man, you said a lot. I, I agree with with a lot of what you said in there. And part of it was in regards to here's what stood out to me. It was Black Lives Matter. It was you have kids that are half, right? And then, okay, so so maybe you can break me down there. What what do you feel? And you also said you don't want to get political at the end. So if no, you I'm don't. Gonna get, I'm going to get political in my way. Okay. Okay. Do you remember the video I'm talking yeah, about? I know, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It, it resonated with me. Selena and I were talking about that on, on the way up here. I, I called her and told her about it. And can you just break down the video, what, what, what your mindset was at that time? And what, you, what, what this movement means to you, what Black Lives Matter means to you, what. I mean, this is not something that's new to me. Mm-hmm. I went to Roosevelt. I went to Shallow. I, I was the first black kid that these mm-hmm. kids ever went to school with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first day I was there, <clears throat> they hated me. I was called out type of shit. I'm mm-hmm. not lying. This is in 2005, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm called out type of shit. Yeah. Santa's little nigga. What he gonna do? Play running back. I bet he don't pass. So that probably prepared me for this moment right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the reason why I feel the way that I feel. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing to you mm-hmm. that Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but everybody life matters. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. One of my biggest problems, and I'm gonna take some heat for this on my side of town, but it's fine though, because at the end of the day, it's because I care. I can't. Now, now say that happened in Lubbock, Texas. Okay. You know, a cop killed one of these black black kids. Mm-hmm. Me as a man living in that side of town, mm-hmm. I know what goes on every single fucking day over there. For for the beginning, for throughout the whole summer, we was in a fucking war zone over there. Y'all, I mean, I, y'all don't understand. There was not a night I went to sleep that I didn't hear a gunshot. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't hear several gunshots. You know what I mean? I stayed right around the corner from where the main sources was coming from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I see these, I see these motherfuckers every goddamn day. Mm-hmm. I see them. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My grandmother stays with a, a, a block away from the other one. So... Man, I, I'm telling you, man, we would literally be sitting outside. Man, as a matter of fact, it happened way before they even said it was like that. For a year, for a whole year, over there in East Level, it was yeah. like fucking hell. You get yeah. what I'm saying? I was so bad, I wouldn't even let my kids walk down to. I barely gonna let them walk to the mailbox. Right. You know what I mean? Because I was like, shit, I don't know what's gonna fucking happen, mm-hmm. man. I don't know what's gonna go on. So at the end of the day, yes, the laws are wrong for what they do and how they do, but it's just not black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do Hispanics the same mm-hmm. way. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, they do the same thing. Right. Yeah. My thing is, the laws are wrong, but so are we. So are us as a as a black man, as a, mm-hmm. as a community. We get so mad about shit. We we want we want to kill each other. Mm-hmm. We're killing each other. You know what I'm saying? We don't mm-hmm. grew we grew up all our lives. Our parents, some of their parents, mm-hmm. were best friends and partners, and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And y'all killing each other. Yeah. So before we can accept anybody uh, charity starts at home that's what i was taught mm-hmm. charity starts at home you get what i'm saying so before we can change anybody else we got to start at home right. i can't go you can't expect me to go to somebody else's house and keep their house clean if i ain't keeping my house clean right mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying that's why my mama made sure that whatever we did before we did anything right. that house was gonna be cleaned up mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying those are charities that they are not being taught you know what I'm saying? And it starts with kids having kids. You have a kid at a young age, you want to party, you ain't lived your life yet. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're not there, the grandmother done, the, the, your mama done raised your child. Not, but your, mo- your your mama, she work, 
Right. She sleeps. She older. She gonna go to sleep at nine o'clock. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Then you get teenagers. You got yeah. you got cell phones. You got the internet. You got TV. You know what I'm saying? You got dating sites. You got all this. Mm -hmm. You got all this shit. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And while while grandma in there sleep, she she can't afford no alarm system, so she can't hear when you going outside. Mm -hmm. She don't know what's going on. She ain't got no cameras like we do. You get what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because she don't know shit about that. Then they get to moving around. You hear what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now they now now they turning. Now you thirty. Yeah. And your son. Uh, 15 and yeah. ain't even you don't even know if he gonna make it pat the next day and it shouldn't be like that you know what I'm saying it's a sad thing when I had to grow up saying damn it's a blessing just to make it to 21 cause back in the day 21 wasn't shit you knew you was gonna make it to 21 mm -hmm. you didn't say if I made it you say when I made yeah. it now it's if I make it you get what I'm saying so if we can't if we can't clean up home then we can't expect nobody else to clean up behind us that was what really resonated me was with, uh, with you were talking about your kids and Talia yeah. and I have talked about this before as far as with what I can control, I can't control what these other people do. Yeah, I can't. But I have an influence on what my kids do. And then exactly. the mistakes I made with my 23-year-old daughter, I, I was 17, I had my daughter. It's, I shouldn't be happy. I mean, I had a kid early. Uh, it just shouldn't have happened. Happen. It right. shouldn't have happened. But I did. I love my daughter. Made a lot of mistakes with her. And I make sure not to repeat those with my 12-year-old daughter. Exactly. I failed my oldest. And you know what? That's one thing that I deal with, too. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, my kid, I was... I was 17. Uh -huh. I had two uh -huh. kids. I was married. I was working for the school, going to the school, and playing sports for the school yeah. at the same Man. time. If I told you my story, you wouldn't understand <laughs> what the fuck I did. You hear what I'm yeah. saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I was really out there getting it. You hear what I'm saying? I was out there getting it. Like, mm -hmm. it was hard, though. Because yeah. I really should have went and played ball. I, I, Ruffin McNeil came in and, and recruited me, man. All I had to do was get my GPA up two points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I and he was going. He wanted me to be three hundred pounds. I was like, "Fuck that!" But <laughs> I didn't know three hundred pounds was gonna get me paid. You get what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Shit, I got my kids. Fuck that shit." Yeah. And that's the thing that I say. I don't care what y'all say. I cannot tell my kids that only Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. So I'm yeah. telling them to care about half of yourself or mm -hmm. the whole thing. I don't think that's. I mean, I think that's the the issue that a lot of people have with the movement is that the language isn't good. But the because the whole thing is really Black Lives Matter too. Because like, yeah. as you're saying, like I don't. They I mean, do matter. You know yeah, but saying? I mean, but, I grew up like. I always grew up in, like, a white community. Yeah. So I never saw, like, gun violence. I mean, everybody I knew had a gun because they were all, like, country people. Yeah. But it was never, like, a gun wasn't something you used We going hunting to... with these guns and shit. Yeah, that's what they're, yeah. they're like, hunting guns. We shooting guns. at birds so and shit. Rednecks shooting <laughs> yeah, squirrels shit. and shit. Yeah, hell yeah. But it was never, like, it was never something that they would take the gun and use it to threaten somebody because, like, some, I mean, it, it would if it, they were, like, drunk or on yeah. drugs or something. But... Like, I just didn't, like, I think the, the root of that issue is that these, these kids are growing up in bad situations. Yeah, In man. a bad environment. Yeah. But it's not, like, I don't know. I mean, because I just, I really, I have no, I have no experience. I just know what I see, That's what nice. people tell me, and people's stories, and, like, I have no idea what it would be like to grow up. To, I mean, to grow up being afraid of the police, like thinking they would do something to me, that would be horrible. But you know what's crazy, man? I never, I didn't grow up being afraid of the police, though. Yeah. Like, I, I never grew, I don't know, I... I guess I think I think just going to the to, to shallow water, man, that changed my whole hmm, your perspective. That changed my whole perspective yeah. of life because you got you got to understand if 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 you're not racist and your brother is, I can't expect you to hate your brother, but I can't I, even though you're not racist, you get what I'm saying. I can't expect you not mm -hmm. to love your brother. That's your right. brother. Yeah. You're supposed to. You get what I'm saying. So it's like it's like we get so we get so caught up in trying to blame a whole group of people instead of pointing the finger at the person. You get what I'm saying? We want to, I guess, guilty by association. And I don't think everybody, I don't think every person right. in the world feel like that. I don't think every cop is a bad cop. I just think, I just think, man, sometimes it's just better to say, yes, sir. 
You get what I'm yeah. saying? Fuck, fuck proving the point. Did you catch some heat for that video? Not heat, but did you yeah. slack feedback? Yeah, I mean. You know I call heat, but I don't give a damn because I'm real yeah. about it. Like, I, shit, that's my household. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I got to raise those kids, and I don't want my kids to be afraid right. to go take a job at the at, at the, at the uh, LPD because of what somebody else do. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't mm -hmm. want them to do that. So I'm not going to tell them, man, just Black Lives Matter and mm -hmm. all this. I agree with y'all. I'm yeah. with the movement, too. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that shit. Like, that shit hurts me. That shit hurts. That shit hurts Part of the part of the movement that's about police is that mm -hmm. yes, police do they do horrible things to Mexicans too. They do horrible things mm -hmm. to white people. There's yeah, I mean there's something there's a systematic issue with police and the way that they the way that they do their jobs. You know what, man? It, I'm gonna tell you when it you know it was bad. You know it was, stuff was happening anyways, but I think I think that Colin Kaepernick situation that 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 started a whole war. Mm -hmm. You get what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It did. Because it, and it's not his fault. It's really the media fault. You get what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Uh, that's why That's why I use my Facebook as a platform mm -hmm. to just be myself. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. For so long, I did what everybody else wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Not want, not being who I am. I did what I wanted, what everybody else wanted me to do. So I take a, take take yeah. heat for a lot of shit I say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, but the thing about it, I'm going to tell you some crazy shit, though. A lot of shit I say on Facebook, I ain't, this is just bullshit. Oh, okay. A lot of that shit is made up. Mm -hmm. You'll know when I'm serious, you uh -huh. know what I'm saying? A lot of that shit is made up, though. And a lot of people, like, really feel like that's my life, you know yeah. what I mean? A lot of people think that I just walk around all day looking for a big girl and shit. And I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> I got seven kids, goddamn shit. I got a fucking job, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Two, two, actually, but you know what I'm saying? It's just... It's yeah, man. I, I Selena, it's one of the things Selena, we've talked about this numerous times. And as far as like with me, I don't, I don't really want to post or comment on stuff like that. Be, uh, if someone's something political, because I'll get so wrapped up in it and it'll consume. Yeah. Me. And, and like Selena and I, we we don't agree as far as political or anything. I, Really on anything except I mean, well, com even comedy we differ on that. We're, we're on two different sides of the aisle. Yeah. But well, can I be honest with y'all? Tell me. Uh, um, you talking about that video? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you're gonna get to this part too. Um, there is a couple of people that kind of said something that 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 I don't. You know, I don't I don't agree with. You uh -huh. know what I mean? And I feel like um, don't use me for my talent mm -hmm. if you're telling me you love me. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell me love you, brother, and then turn around and say some other shit. Uh -huh. Yeah, and I ain't gonna say no names. Okay, but one time it was said it was a joke put on Facebook that I did not agree with. Uh -huh. And if I ever get a chance to do another laugh off, it's, it's gonna go there. You get uh -huh. what I'm saying? Because uh, what the joke was was uh, I usually call my white girlfriends, uh, my my white stepkids, niggas uh -huh. when my wife ain't around. I was like, what the fuck? His white stepkids. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's why when I made that video, I came out and said what I said. Uh -huh. Nothing personal to nobody I, else. Yeah, I didn't. But it's that. like, but then, but then I say something about, then I say something about the way I don't like when, when people make something. You tell me, love you, brother. Like, mm -hmm. how the fuck can you tell me that? You know what I mean? And then it's just other jokes that I seen, other jokes that I seen, and it's just like, hold on, man. You know, you you too comfortable with that shit because. Uh -huh. I don't get up there. She'll tell you, I've never had a white joke. I never. I mm -hmm. don't joke about. I never joke about. No, I've never had a white. I guy. joke about white people, but I look like one. So they. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, you, your girlfriend. I mean, your wife. She. 
She's white. Okay, so you mm-hmm. can do that. She, yeah. Um, I never had a white joke. No. Nah, I got some. Yeah. <laughs> I got some, but I, I don't. I don't go there. You know what yeah. I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like the shit I got to say is gonna get me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not like it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. It's like even even on, even on the stage, sometimes I got to be careful. With I just what don't I say. think people should be like, if your purpose for like using the n word or being like, quote unquote controversial is just to be controversial and just to poke people, and you're not that fucking funny, right? Then cut it out. Like I say, it's nigga, not all good. the time. Yeah. I, I, I call you a nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> Thank you. Just like, what's up, my nigga? Yeah, but I'm saying like when white people like try to use yeah. the word just because they want to be like edgy or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, you're, you're full of shit. I mean, it's some shit, like. Now that shit the Jerry, I mean JJ Howe say that shit funny to bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> say damn nigga. There's a <laughs> that shit funny. There's certain stuff like I'll I'll cover as far as for race for me I I like jokes about race white black Mexican and I don't care but there's certain things where I won't go like and we've talked about this before Selena and I I'm not gonna talk about sex who wants to picture me having sex like I don't feel I don't really feel comfortable talking about that on stage it, it's it's that's just me. Other people, I don't. It's out of my comfort zone. That's stupid. Why you feel you must? Be, what's wrong? I think he's asexual. Yeah, I think he is. Like shit, I don't know. That's weird. I don't think shit works no more. Shit, I'm gonna it's talk just, about how long my dick is every time. I promise. Shit, you know, I'm, I'm, my, yeah, I'm not gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about buttholes and dicks, but I'm not gonna talk about me having sex. Like, I, just that's so off-putting for me. You know, hey man, it's, some shit that be going on. You know, what I'm saying? some people should be talking about sex. You know. <laughs> Because I seen this, I seen somebody you know that really likes sex in the newspaper. I ain't yeah. gonna say no names, but I'm I'm happy because I thought that he was maybe uh, bisexual. I am just like, oh shit, okay, well, shit, shit. You know, God got a weird way of revealing shit to you. I'm I'm just saying, I'm I'm sorry, Selena. See, I told y'all not to bring me here because it's been a while since I got to do a stand up. So. Uh, I don't know if I went there wrong or nothing. No, I know, man. No, no. You're clearing the air. But if bro. I ever get a chance to do a stand-up with him again, I'm going to wear oh, his man. ass out. Oh, God. Uh, I like it. Hey, it's, 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 it, he ain't the only one. Yeah. Wasn't it somebody that kissed on the stage? Oh, yeah. He kissed... Uh, yeah. He kissed um, Suede. Uh, yeah. Like, as part of a joke. No, oh. that, wasn't no that wasn't no joke. No. That wasn't no was joke. Of, I don't know. I didn't see it. I just saw that the pictures no online afterwards. Hey, you ain't gonna see me joke like that. Shit. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. Well, I'll ain't no wrong with it though. Yeah, shit. I don't think I, I don't think I would kiss a man as a joke. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. You, well, I mean, I mean, either. I, don't want to. I mean, see, I like you. I, I mean, I gave I gave Adam Telf a head, but that was on a dare though. I mean, how am I gonna lose that? Or what? See, I mean, what shit. am I gonna? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Are you serious? <laughs> no, nah, I'm fucking. <laughs> Not that he doesn't he said, want to. He says he's, he thinks I think that, he got curious about it. Like, oh, shit, I, I guess if he came out and if he bought some pussy, I can just tell. I just wanted to give somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to pay for it. Am I saying? Am I saying too much? No, you're good. Because I'm finna fuck this whole no. podcast up, no, on, dude. Say, man, I'm telling you, I'm on this podcast, dude. I seen a whole lot of shit during this quarantine that I didn't. Under, you know, you never understand how much you hate a motherfucker yeah. until you gotta. Wake up and go to sleep today, ass all day long. <laughs> shit, you know. So my grandma, well, we had to go get my girl's grandma. So yeah, we had to sit in here quarantine. You know, you get born doing the same shit every yeah. day. So mm-hmm. we was like banging like rabbits every day. Dang. Like day three, I got bored and I decided to text her grandma. So shit. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm like, what's up? Shit, like come down here, boy. 
<laughs> so I'm telling my shit. I'm confessing my shit since everybody else coming out. I like that, man. So, but grandma, like, I mean, like, what, 40, 50? Nah, she about 70. Oh. She bad, though. I can hang. <laughs> I can I can dig that. You got to be a bad motherfucker that can suck dick with teeth and without. You got to... <laughs> It's multi-talented. She started with her teeth and she was like, hold on, let me show you what it really is. I'm, I'm boning up right now, bro. No, nah, don't do that. I, don't, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. In case you can worry how... See, I don't know how to fuck with this thing. <laughs> I'm not. Man, yeah. I'm glad y'all came and let me get on this yeah, shit, man. Thanks I needed for this up. shit, man. Thanks for showing up, man. Anything else you want to ask me? Because I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I do want to ask... Um, because you do sometimes post a lot of spiritual things on Facebook, yeah. and you just told us, I didn't know that you grew up in a very religious household. How does that play into, like, doing comedy and, like, the the message that you try to put out there? Oh, um, the, the uh, well, first of all, my mom. So, let me give you all a little bit of my story real quick. Oh, yeah. I was abandoned at four months old in San Francisco, California. I was abandoned. It was, uh, it was this white lady that, 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 that found me. She was a judge. Uh, she came and rescued me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I was having a good life. She, she, this woman kept me, this woman kept me for eight months. Mm-hmm. She would not let me go to the CPS, none of that. She, she wouldn't let me do it. Um, her daughter couldn't have children. When it came down to it, she was like, I guess, in her mind, she was like, uh, man, I gotta, I gotta find a way to get this boy back. So she called, she called my aunt, not my grandma, it's my aunt. Mm-hmm. It's my mom's aunt. Right. She called her and she was like, uh, you got 24 hours to come get him or I'm taking custody. Some kind of way my aunt drove down to California wow. 24 hours and she was there the next morning. So we grew up in a church, church, family oriented, you know what I mean? Uh, the pastor, man, he had kids that was actually on drugs that I've actually seen come off of drugs. Yeah. This man gave everything off his back, anything you ask. And he worked hard, anything you ask. Um, he built a whole church by himself. Hmm. When it burnt up, basically, I mean, I mean, he had some help, but he he, he yeah. did what he had to do. So, growing up in the growing up in the church, I found out how to go to God. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I, it's all these people out here saying this stuff about maybe it's I don't know, it's somebody out there. God damn it, I don't yeah. know who it is, but it's somebody out there right. that when I go down and I pray, you know, um, when I first seen my real experience, my my aunt was having my mom, my mom was having a heart attack. And she didn't want to go to the hospital. She started praying. And from that day forward, I yeah. found my way in prayer. We grew up in church spiritually, man. That that helped that helped me just uh, get through anything. Yeah. Kind of, you know, kind of fell off. Because mm-hmm. when she left, it was kind of like God left too. To yeah. me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To me, it was like God left. Right. I ain't going to lie. I was pissed. And I kind of strayed away from it. You yeah. know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it was like I had to go back to him and mm-hmm. pray, you know. And so that always helped me. I always, I always, I always say spiritual stuff and things that encourage people. Um, because at the end of the day, I know I'm an asshole. You know, <laughs> yeah. I know I'm an asshole. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm an asshole. I don't know if I'm just saying a lot of shit people don't want to. I always say I'm a nice asshole. Yeah, I'm a nice asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so. But at the end of the day, I do got a, I, I do got a heart, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were all three raised in the church. For real. Yeah, not so really you weren't no I thought you went to like you were uh, I studied to be a Jehovah Witness but that wasn't Catholicism that wasn't how I was raised yeah my I, I was raised Catholic I was confirmed and everything but we didn't really go to church confirmed. except what to what does it mean um, it's <laughs> it's like a religious sweet 16 it's like you're coming of age in the church no it's a <laughs> <laughs> you 
It's, a, it's your confirmation, which is like, okay, so when you're, you're baptized when you're a baby, and then you have your first uh, communion when you're like, I don't know, 8 to 12, when you start taking the, the, the Eucharist. Yeah. And then whenever you're a teenager, you're supposed to get confirmed to say like, oh, I'm Catholic for life. Like bad boy for life. We ain't like like a setup to me. She's going nowhere. I'd have been a Baptist, a cat. You know, Catholics pray a lot, but with the rosary beads. Shit, I went to a lot of different people. (laughs) I didn't know who. I I thought we was praying to Jesus the whole time. Yeah, a lot of saints. Yeah, it looked like the motherfucking Pope just glided to the bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga, whole spirit in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, you ain't walking. Do they got feet? Uh, they came yeah. up in there like Aladdin, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I've been, I've been church, man. I, pl- I actually played, I actually play instruments. I sing, mm-hmm. actually, I play the drums. I started mm-hmm. on the Damn. drums. I taught myself how to play the piano. I write music. I sing music. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple of gospel groups. Wow. Yeah. Like Jamie Foxx, man. Yeah. You do everything. Yeah, well, and that's a, a lot of times that's people's first experience performing is performing in church. Like, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of stories about comedians Shit. and singers and stuff that started. Shit, in we church. didn't have no jo- we didn't have no choice. Yeah, hell no, nah, because my mama was a choir director. She yeah, okay, play, she wasn't playing. All y'all, we got there. beat like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <in> that, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you better again. sing again. <laughs> I remember one time my sister. She told my sister to go up to the. Uh, Go up to the choir stand. She didn't even go up there. She came down out the choir stand and slapped her motherfucking ass in the back uh-huh. and drug up. See, it wasn't no child abuse in our yeah, church. No, you know what no. I'm saying? <laughs> and I think, for real, man, that shit made us... I wouldn't take it back. Yeah. Because these little motherfuckers... Is... On Sundays, I knew we were all going to get spanked, man, because of the stuff we did. We, it, my mom would take us outside a lot. Take off. Sometimes you hit with a heel. Sometimes she pinch you in she... church and you wait till you get out. Shit, nigga, we got to pinch Yeah. You got to... Okay. <laughs> So I grew up in the hog pen. Literally, that's what it's called, the hog pen. That's not no bullshit. Say it again. The hog pen? Hog pen. The hog okay. pen. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't hog know what pen. that means. Hog, a, a pen for hogs, right? No, nah, I didn't grow up and see. Yeah, it's a bunch of pens around. It's a neighborhood, though. It's houses and shit. Like, we grew up in an actual house, but it was called the hog pen because we had all these hogs and shit out there. Okay. Like we 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 raised. It's a neighborhood you never forget. Yeah, as a hog yeah, okay. yeah. We 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 raised hogs. We raised horses. We raised chickens, okay. ducks, all kind of shit. Was it just a street or nigga, was it? Nigga, we were slaves. Nigga, shit, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> shit. Child labor. Is it fuck the mule? Put that harness around. Hell, right, yeah. Child abuse. What the fuck are you talking about? Nigga? Child abuse. Nigga, getting up at six o'clock in the morning or five. Shit. If I had a game, I had to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, go feed the the horses. Damn, hell yeah! But shit, that shit was all around us, so it was like home, you know. But uh, Hold you know, let, me, let me ask you something real quick. There was a whenever I was busting tables at Brian's when I was fifteen. And I'm forty one. There was this old black dude who would go and he would get the slop from Brian's. We'd have to load it up in the back of his pickup, and he always had used Mrs. Baird's like snacks for us. They had a line through it. Tall guy. Tall dude, older black dude. That's my That's my. That's the one I was talking about, Bishop. That was the. That was my uncle. That was the pre- pastor. He would get the slop from. Yeah. If, uh, yeah I okay. didn't know he. I didn't know where the fuck he was getting that nasty ass. Yeah. Shit from. We would load it up onto his truck. You know what slop is? Slop. I guess. It's just uh, everything. Yeah. It's like yeah. bread. Just e- everything. Juices. Every everything. Is it just all that shit that people leave on their yeah. plates and yeah. don't eat? Ah, yes. That shit. Yes. Yes. That's the slop. They love uh-huh. that shit too. And it, and it, I didn't think about this. I thought about this the other day. But we would get those snacks, and they were expired snacks. But he mm. had them back there with the uh, slopping with, 
the slop. So we were getting snacks with slop on. <laughs> we were eating that. that all of us busters. Hell yeah, it was. All of us busters were out there eating, trying to eat before Brian came out and yelled at us. <laughs> hell yeah, shit. Wow, Sound dude. Gross. Okay, so those pigs. But you know how heavy the motherfuckers was. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was. We, it was sometimes it was a three man lift. He would help us too, man. Damn, that shit was. That's crazy. Small world, man. So it's like slop. So it's like that's why I was like, man, you motherfuckers ain't went through shit. <laughs> y'all, don't, y'all ain't went through shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We 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 we, we was poor, bro. Uh-huh. She cause 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 she didn't have no kids, mm-hmm. so she couldn't get government assistance like everybody oh. else could get government assistance. She they was she she had 15 kids and she getting 400 dollars in food stamps. And you got motherfuckers yeah. out here that you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but it wasn't yeah, cause yeah. it wasn't cause she wanted to do this shit. Mm-hmm. When she got older, she stopped working. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She couldn't work. Man, that shit was crazy. Yeah. But some kind of way. We always had a Christmas. We always had yeah. a birthday party. We never went for anything. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, you motherfuckers can't tell me <laughs> shit about what it's, yeah. the struggle is. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell me. That's why I'm I'm tough on my son. I'm tough. I got two boys. I'm tough on them. And yeah. Sometimes they mama get mad at me, but I'm like, motherfucker, this is my son. Dude. Yeah. I shit. They got nuts, so I know I'm. I dominated this one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I got to be tough on them. They do the same shit. I mean, I don't do shit because I ain't finna get up at four o'clock in the morning to go feed the horses. <laughs> but shit, you know what I'm saying? I make them do the same thing right. because I want them to have morals in life. Right. Like, I talk a lot of shit, right? Don't lie. Nah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I talk shit. Too, I don't give a fuck who you is. I'm. A, I'm we're shit talkers, man. <laughs> I, man, I never, man. When I first heard her talk shit, uh-huh. I was like, "Fuck!" I couldn't believe that shit. Like, damn, this motherfucker. She went the fuck off. You know what I'm saying about a whole bunch of shit. So it's like you can't tell me about struggling, man. Yeah. I, man, man. One day I'm gonna get that, sit down and tell you my story. Yeah, man. From even the, even how uh, finding out who my dad was. Yeah, yeah. I met my dad. I met my dad. I met my dad at a lady's at a girl's house. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. Same girl? Same girl. No way. I was 16. He was 38. She was like 25. Well, something to bond over, I guess. So your father and son and also Eskimo brothers. Hell yeah, yeah. On the cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> we had a train on that bitch, too. <laughs> Choo-choo. Oh, God. She might have been the one that introduced us. She might... <laughs> I don't know. She thought she must take, she must take you for him. It would have been fucked up she got pregnant, huh? Oh. You mean the it's same like pussy as that called a family uh, dinner? Uh, yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Eminem That's song. That's gross. <laughs> uh, hey, we, hey we, we, we cut the same ham, don't we? Shit. Just... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Well, I guess on that note, right? Yeah. I, got, I got one more question okay, that ahead. we try to ask all of our guests. What would you do if you won $5 million in the lottery? My first move. Y'all think I'll be bullshit. My first move would be going to... Uh, the child support office and paying all of my my arrears. Shit, I probably build a homeless and uh, not a homeless center, but I will build like apartment complexes for families, people that want to be foster parents. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's some fucked up people in this world. You know oh yeah, yeah. Even foster parents, it's some fucked up people in this world, and you yeah. only find those people that really get, give a shit about it. Like, um, actually, me and my wife are actually. Uh, going to be a foster parent. I don't know if I'm gonna make. I told her I might have to move out because you know I'm just. I might say the wrong shit because <laughs> <laughs> it's just me as a man. But 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 uh, that's huge, man. Man, it's it's a big responsibility. Yeah, taking yeah. I, other people. You know, kids. you know. I worked in nursing homes. I worked at the state school. 
I've uh, worked in group homes. There's some people that's really fucked up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the kids I, are the ones that suffer. I would, I would, there's, there's two things that I would do. I'd probably build like a, a center uh-huh. and then probably build something so those kids, those parents that have kids would, could take their kids. Because there's a lot of those nurses too that become depressed and, this 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 pandemic taught us a lot, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I I think I think it's a lot of people right now that's kind of in the state of. I, I think it's a lot of people right now. That's my boss calling. I think it's a lot of people right now <laughs> that's at stake of suicide. I don't know. And I think I think I think. Yeah, the statistics for suicide have gone up. The statistics for people relapsing mm, have gone up. I gotta. I, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. That's that's really what happened to Jared in my home. Yeah, you gotta think about this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's all he had. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he didn't have an eight to five or nine to five. Yeah, yeah. They shut down his whole world. The whole world. His For friends, him. the people he know, what he do all day long. That's where he was. So that's basically his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You take that from him. Right. You don't give him nothing to provide for. Right. Man, we had bills. Yeah. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I worked at the bar too. We had bills. We had we had we had lives. Mm-hmm. It was just. That that situation changed a whole lot of people. When I th- I think I think what made me get over it was kind of because I was like, ah shit, I done been here before. I was broke as fuck yeah. as a kid. I I never had. My wife gets so mad at me. My wife gets so mad at me. If somebody asks me for something, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give it to them. Yeah. it's mm-hmm. nothing to me. And she be like, well, I, shit, I ain't gonna have shit growing up. So shit, this is nothing to me. That's what mm-hmm. that's what Charlamagne the God said. <laughs> if I anyone's gonna survive this, it's gonna be uh, people from the hood. See, I ain't never, I ain't never. I ain't never heard him say that, but yeah. I'm man. If if we if I was to get rich today, <laughs> shit, we we going to eat. Where you where, what's up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I would do that. I would build my wife a house. I would I build a big ass house because that way my kids could, you know what I'm saying, do what they want to do. Yeah. Man, this oh shit. You know how it is. It's hard when you got kids. I got girls. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. So, you know you yeah. could buy you could buy just boxes for boys. You got to buy. All the accessories for a girl. I plan to work until I die. Shit. I don't plan on retiring. I don't know about Be- all that. <laughs> before, before this whole, before the whole COVID thing, the pandemic, I, I didn't. Uh, I always said one of the things I didn't believe in is depression. But I, I'm, I'm wasn't the bars and stuff wasn't my whole world. But comedy was a huge part of it. Yeah. And with that being taken, with that gone, I, I did. I was dealing with a lot of stuff, uh, and I just, it's, it's. Yeah, but I had people to talk to, yeah. and that's 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 the biggest thing is what you talked about with Jared, and we've talked about this before on this video video chats we do, this messenger, and uh, so I mean, yeah, yeah, just people out there, man, it, call somebody, shit. If you got my number, call me, message me on Facebook, Selena, Sherrod. Sounds like you're there too, man. Hey, man, hit me up, man. I'm gonna say a whole bunch of crazy shit. I, I, <laughs> I will keep your mind off that bullshit. That's I right. Promise you that. That's right. That's right. I promise you that, man. Well, Sherrod, I want to thank you for coming out here today, man. Man, I appreciate, appreciate y'all, that. man. I can see my penis. I'm good to go. Yeah. So I'm always see mine. Stop bragging, bro. So, <laughs> so, so when my sister you see was, mine too. It's detachable. <laughs> <laughs> so my my sister.